I'm Cathy van Royen from Chatty Cathy. I love hearing stories from people I meet, and to share them with you is a dream come true. I chat with a long-time mentor of mine, Peter Darrell. His life experience is filled with stories of running, business, goal-setting, and lots of charm. His running pedigree boasts of long-time club membership, club chairmanship, 30,000k challenges, and hundreds of races. He's passionate about helping others to maximise their potential, and he loves posing the challenge, why live by default when you can live by design? So Peter, it's 10 months to Christmas and you've had another weekend of clocking off the miles as part of your 1000k challenge. So tell us what you got up to this weekend. On Saturday I did my park run at Victoria Lake in Germiston. And there was over 700 people out there, so it was, a, it was an exciting event. Wow. And it was a bit rainy, wasn't it, on Saturday? Threatening? We, we, didn't, have, we didn't have any rain at... Uh, Germiston at that stage. Uh, it was overcast. Uh, it's interesting that at Germiston they do have a bit of a, a lightning problem and a couple of weeks earlier we'd been there, we'd started the run and then the run was cancelled because of lightning. But uh, we in fact had close to perfect weather on, on Saturday. I know elsewhere in Joburg there was rain mm -hmm. and, and it cleared up but I thought the conditions were good. Good. Um, it was very interesting looking at, at the overall stats for park runs in South Africa, that there are 210 different park runs or different events around the country. And on Saturday, 53,835 participants took part in a, in a park run. Across South Africa? Across South Africa. Wow, that's amazing. Uh, and I don't know what is it. 53,000, 54,000 almost. It's been going for something like going for something like seven years and it's just taken off like mushroomed out of control almost. There were 2,876 volunteers helping at these park runs. Wow. And the other one fact or stat that interested me was that there were 3,225 people running their first ever park run. And what do you think that's... No, why is it? Why is the sport become so popular in your estimations? I, I think one of the factors is the vitality factor. Where folk are are going out there to get the vitality points, but I I, I just think it's it's a peer pressure where it's becoming a challenge, and you challenge family members and peers and things like that. And it becomes fun. And it becomes it becomes fun. You can see the fun. Um, Saturday was World Tutu Day. So at park rounds around the world, there were folk wearing tutus and, and just adding to the occasion. Excellent. So it really was, really was. Now there's an interesting thing coming up this Saturday. You'll have the opportunity to be the first person ever to run a park run on the 29th of February. Oh, wow. Okay. So there's never been a Saturday on the 29th of February since, since. a long time back. And there won't be another... Saturday on the 29th of February for something like another 130 stroke 140 no, years. Can't be. I've seen those figures somewhere. We'll have and, to check that up. <laughs> but but I, I just found it I just found it interesting, and I'm looking forward to doing something something very. Are you, do, are you going to be very, doing the park run? On I'm going to be doing the park run, and I'm actually doing a tourist event. 
because I'm going down to the low felt, on my way down, I'm going to stop at Whitbank nice. and uh, do their park run, which I haven't done before. Okay. And then on Sunday, I went through to Pretoria to run the Phobians Marathon. Uh, I did have a choice. I could have run the Township Marathon here in, in Joburg or, or the one in Pretoria. I chose to go to Pretoria simply because Phobians was my old club. And the other reason is because the particular course you run over Kloppakop, which is quite a strenuous climb uh, with magnificent views overlooking Pretoria and, of course, looking south. I also wanted to compare the run to the Pirates run, which I'd done the week before, and to see how, how, how comparable they were. Um, I, I talk about doing the marathon. I only did the the half marathon, which is twenty one k. Which is twenty, which is twenty one k's. So you did Fobian's half marathon. So how many how, how many half marathons have you done this this year? It must be. Well, that was my that was my fifth one for the year. Wow. Um, what was what was interesting? I ran it with an old friend, Doc Bonet, and Doc was was running his five hundred and ninety sixth half marathon. Wow. Uh, Doc is 76, so it's an outstanding, outstanding achievement, uh, even more so because something like a year ago, he underwent open heart surgery to fix a, a leaking valve. And it was a, we had a wonderful time together. There were close to 6,000 runners in the three events that they had in Pretoria. So the three events was obviously your there half was a, marathon? There was a 10K half marathon and then a 42K marathon. Wow, okay. 6,000 uh, people. 6,000 6, people. I'd love to know how many people were at the township marathon. Um, but uh, as far as I was concerned, Pretoria came out, came out tops. Okay. Uh, it was interesting talking to people. Uh, during the weekend in the build-up was the old debate about Saturday and Sunday and Joburg events and Pretoria events. There were there were a number of a, a, a number of people who say on principle they won't go through to Pretoria. More disturbing was that a lot of people were talking about today's economic times okay. and folk complaining about how the price of races has escalated and the cost of living has gone up. And I just brought home to me that what we talk about in Map for Life is we can live our lives by default or we can live them by design. And I think that there are so many opportunities out there where folk can do something about their situation instead of just sitting there and com complaining that you can take action. You and I last year went along and attended uh, Ann Wilson's Wealth Financial Freedom Financial Freedom course, and I and I, I cite that as one example. And last week, I linked up I linked up with a, a new business associate, a chap called Sean Lindbergh, and he has a Wealth Diamond Financial Fitness program. Okay, and I think programs like that done in conjunction with us at Map for Life can help people design their own lives. Great. Um, obviously, you know, some t it sounds big grand terms, but it, c it is just a matter of starting small by just making, um, paying attention to where you're spending your money. 
and paying attention to what that's you're almost, budget. That's almost where it, where it starts. Yeah, so and you don't even need to change anything but other than just pay attention. Initially. Initially, yes. Great. It's, just, it's, it's exactly the same as we say in Map for Running, where you set out your program of what you want to do and how you're going to do it. Now it's taking those same principles and applying it in the rest of your life. Well, it's, it's similar to, to, I suppose, what you're doing, talking about the park run. People are starting off with, which at first it seems like an insurmountable task of doing a 5K. But once you've done like 130 park runs, a 10K is not as um, impossible. You know, when you start to think, okay, well, I might not be a millionaire, but I'm doing a 10K. So I might not be a, mil a millionaire in funds, but I'm actually knowing when, at least now where my spending's going. So I always like the analogy of putting it to something that is relatable. And, and you, with your, your running and, and clocking off your kilometres, you could actually say, well, if I did have to use an analogy, you could start start small. It starts by one step out the door. It starts by one look at your at your budget and see where your where your kilometres are going. So wonderful. So true. Hmm. So the map for design and your map... How do how do people find out more about it from you? How do you, you know what what is it that you're doing to help people currently right now? My main feature at the moment is my regular Thursday session at the Mug and Bean in Santon. Okay. But uh, is that open to anybody, or have you got like a kind of membership? It's open to anybody who would like to attend. But obviously, sitting in a in a map, sitting in in a Mug and Bean, there's limited limited seating space. Okay. But uh, so longer term, what's what's your kind of focus? What's your plans with the map cafes? I would quite happily, quite happily spread them and create, and where there's sufficient demand, create similar events elsewhere. Great. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing more, how you do that, and hopefully we can have you back here to share your wisdom. And um, we're looking forward to it.